Hello, friends. Good evening. I'm Jared Smith down here in Charleston, South Carolina, and uh, with my buddy Evan Fisher. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit of winter weather. Maybe getting into the air, getting into the Carolinas over the weekend. There's been a lot of scuttlebutt today, and um, a, a certain premature uh, weather map from a certain uh, large organization, which will remain unnamed. But uh, but what we're going to do is we're going to try and we're going to tell you what we know, which is not much of what we know. Know. Um, what could happen and what to what to look out for. So, uh, you know, so Evan's joining us from Asheville area in North Carolina. Um, we've got a I would say that you will probably have a better chance of seeing some interesting weather um, coming into this weekend. So let, let, let's just set it up. What do we got going on, buddy? Sure. Yeah. So thanks, Jared. Good to be here with you and, and with all the folks out there. Feel free to drop some comments if you have questions as we go through this process. Uh, so going over the next few days, we're actually going to see a event before the snow event. I feel like a lot of people are not talking about that. Here in Western North Carolina, we're going to see a light to moderate snow event above 3,500 feet for the mountains. Uh, we'll see accumulating snow. Uh, and No one's really talking about that. All attention is on the weekend for good reason. Uh, there, there is a very, there have been some very exciting model runs out over the past 24 to 48 hours. And I know that's what everyone wants to talk, talk about. But Thursday night going into Friday morning, Western North Carolina, maybe even spilling over into the Western Piedmont of the Carolinas. Keep an eye out for just a few flakes flying in the low elevations and some light accumulations above 3,500 feet. But Jared, getting into the weekend, this is what everyone wants to talk about, the good stuff, the big storm. Uh, yep. We've got a short wave dropping down out of Canada. It looks like it's going to uh, get disconnected and become a cutoff low, upper level cutoff low. And then it swings down through the deep south, swings over and starts just dragging in some moisture from the Gulf. We've got cold air coming into place from a high pressure system system over the Northeast. All the ingredients are kind of there. All the ingredients are out there is what I should say for a major Carolina snow and ice event. It's just a matter of how those pieces go together and who gets what in a few days. Yeah. And, and Evan, I think the thing that, you know, we've, we've, you know, obviously when we get into this time of year, um, and we have even a when we get into Jim Carrey range. So you're saying there's a chance, right? right. There's a lot of scuttlebutt that goes around on social media, and there's a lot of maps that go around, and there's a lot of you know a lot of genuine excitement because again, snow. I mean, that's as you know, maybe not so much for you guys, but for certainly for us on the coast, it's certainly a very very interesting event. Um, you know, we'll we'll see if that <laughs> we'll see if that comes to play. I don't think that I'm not sure about that just yet. Um, but, you know, going into this, let, let's talk a little bit about a little bit more with some graphics here about the setup. So um, first thing I want to show y'all here is kind of an evolution, a little bit of an evolution of how these uh, have played out. And <clears throat> let me just share my screen here real quick. Evan is the weather goat. So I remember when goats used to be when that used to be a bad thing, but um, hey, now it's the greatest of all time. I'm not deserving of that title for sure. <laughs> thank you, Brenda. Thank you, West yeah. North Carolina weather. Yeah, that's a, a very nice thing. It's it, it it it's awesome. You know, you can't you can't go wrong with that. Let me um, as I play with the screen share here real quick. What we're gonna do is I want to show everybody kind of what we're dealing with as far as the uncertainty goes. So this is the um, I'm gonna. Pull this in, pull this into focus here. So this is a, a Euromodel ensemble. So what are ensembles? First of all, 
when they run the weather models, there is an operational run, which is the Euro, the GFS, the Canadian. And then, but they also run these models, ex, you know, a certain number of times with slightly tweaked physics and slightly tweaked um, initializing conditions. And so this gives us the ability to see the potentially the range of possibilities uh, that could go into this. So what you're seeing here, this is a um, this is Sunday morning, theoretically, um, <laughs> of where low pressure could be at 7 a.m. Sunday. 12z sunday so 7 a.m on the east coast uh, in the eastern time zone and and you can see here we got a pretty wide dispersal you know there's a, we're certainly seeing more here than we were um a couple runs ago and we'll have to see if that trend continues one thing that we look for also with this kind of thing is again it's tuesday we've got to go we, we're trying to talk about sunday and a lot can happen between now and then so 7 a.m. So a lot can happen between now and then. And and so this is where we're at as of this evening, is that we have potentially an area of low pressure forming somewhere between Alabama and the off the Georgia coast. Reasonably strong low pressure um, being kind of south and in. And of course, the exact position of this is impossible to know. I think that I think that's the thing that that, that gets kind of tough. There, it is impossible to know. But um, that surface low, wherever it forms, you'll notice that there's a uh, th this this darker orange here is a bit of a high pressure area. It's a little wedge of high pressure that would be in place to the northeast, and that is one that's that's one ingredient. For certainly for uh, potential winter weather uh, coming into the Carolinas, you get cold air in place. You got to have that. I think that's, you know, we don't, it does not look like that this is going to be a moisture chasing the cold scenario. So that's mm -hmm. one positive in, in favor of potential uh, winter mischief. Um, and then you have the, the load of the South. Now the question is for impacts as far as like how strong that is, how much moisture gets pulled in, you know, what, what kind of lift there is. And, and, and there's, there's a lot of other details that need to come into place. It's an upper level system that's still well off the coast of California. It's going to take a few days to get here and we're going to need to sample it a little bit better with the models. But um, <clears throat> Evan, for, for your, you know, for y'all's neck of the woods, especially up in North Carolina, it certainly seems like, based off of the information that I'm seeing, is that certainly a better chance for winter weather uh, in North Carolina. So let's talk a little bit about what you've been seeing in the trends there for North Carolina. Sure. So we got a question in the chat from Chastity that this ties in here. Uh, what are the winter weather probabilities across Western North Carolina and North Carolina in general? Specifically for Asheville, you're saying you're, you're getting here Friday. Perfect. So I think that we're going to start to see some wintry mix, likely starting off with snow, uh, moving into the Asheville area Saturday night. And uh, we'll, we'll see, I think we'll likely see snow, maybe even mixing with a little bit of sleet as we get later into the day on Sunday. Never bet against the sleet and the warm nose. Here in the southern half of Asheville, it almost always gets in at some point. Uh, but nonetheless, I do think that Western North Carolina as a whole, including Nashville, has the best chance for accumulating snowfall this weekend. If you look at the ensemble means, as a matter of fact, 
Jared, I'm going to share my screen real quick real, Go with for it. the EPS and GEFS. Uh, that is a beautiful drawing you got going, though. Yep. Like yeah, there's that. your wedge. There's your, your wedge. And, you know, you mentioned the warm nose. And I'll tell you, when you have this wedge in place, the warm nose is also possibly is, is also certainly we ha something we have to watch out very closely for, especially as we get into South yeah. Carolina. But Evan, please oh, continue. Yeah. yeah. So this is the uh, and Jared holler at me if you can't see this. Um, but this is the, the likelihood of more than or at least an inch of snowfall from the GEFS and the EPS, which are two of our ensemble suites that run uh, each uh, each every six hours, I guess you could say. So the GEFS, I believe, is comprised of 31 members and the EPS is comprised of 50 members. Each one of those members is its own like little mini model, like like Jared was talking about earlier, with its own unique set of uh, conditions going into the event, as well as its own unique little tweaks to the physics as it runs throughout um, its, its uh, period of, of record, I guess you could say. So the, these last two runs, 18C, GEFS, you can see that it's fairly confident in some uh, at least an inch of snow over the western half of North Carolina, even dipping down into Greenville, Charlotte, Raleigh, and heading down towards Columbia. Those, are, those areas are still firmly in the possible range for at least an inch. The EPS at 18Z was a little less bullish. Uh, it had the possible range for Greenville, Charlotte, Greensboro, Raleigh, Columbia, and all the areas in between. But it wasn't quite as confident on the high totals uh, or, or at least the confidence in at least an inch of snow over western North Carolina. But does still keep that main area of uh, with the best, best chances draped right over the central part of the Piedmont getting into the mountains a little bit. So to answer your question, finally, Chastity, I think it's going to be a great weekend in Asheville. I do think we're going to see some snow and accumulating snow, um, but we're still probably a day and a half, not two days away from making any final forecast calls. Yeah, and I think the other thing to keep in mind, too, is that the GFS, uh, especially the operational run, is I'm not going to show it here because it's too sensational and it <laughs> is very unlikely to happen. Let's just say it's running a little hot as far mm -hmm. as the snow totals go. Um, and that could also be mixing in ice and sleet, which is, you know, again, we, we talked about that warm nose a little bit. Um, and, and that's certainly something that we're going to want to keep a close eye on. Uh, the next thing, uh, the, the next map, um, <laughs> Michael McGuire, he's like, show it, show it. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't know about that, but um but we, you know we we have um we we have a couple questions also around Raleigh Durham so the Raleigh area uh, from Random Reggie uh, Evan you know yeah there Eastern North Carolina obviously can can be a little tougher yes absolutely once you get out there you really start talking about the mixing potential the chance for ice to get into the forecast and yes snowflakes is, are also ice but we're really talking about freezing rain and sleet pellets that could uh, cause significant issues. It only takes a trace of freezing rain on the roads and power lines uh, to cause power outages and, and particularly wrecks. We've seen how Raleigh handles a trace of snow. What, what year was that? The famous pictures from when the, the hill was on fire and all those oh, cars Oh, goodness. Oh, what yeah. Uh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I don't remember the year. Mm -hmm. It was in the before times, so who knows? Yeah, uh -huh. it hasn't been that long, but nonetheless, yeah. uh, we, Raleigh does look in, look like they're going to be in that transition zone where accumulating snow is certainly looking possible at this point, uh, but there's an equal likelihood of some nasty uh, sleet or freezing rain getting in there. I don't think this looks like a pure snow event 
for that portion of the Piedmont. And, and same goes for the Midlands of South Carolina and down into the coastal plain as well. That warm nose, as Jerry mentioned earlier, is going to be it's going to be pushing in. Yeah, Michael McGuire on YouTube, it, it, you know, it was the WAA warm air advection, um, and and could potentially do more ice and sleet. That warm nose getting into play, and 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 again, that's that's a real concern, especially for us in South Carolina. Uh, we'll we'll go into that in a second. And we've had a lot of requests to show the snow map, so I'm not going to show the exact snow map. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you the range of possibilities that the GFS has been putting out. Um, and, and what this does, this will give us a, this, what, what this is, is that this is the 31 runs of the GFS, essentially. Um, just to give you a general idea of the range of possibilities and understanding that this is not going to be, this is not a slam dunk by any stretch of the imagination. So these are the potential outcome. You have some that are complete bust for North Carolina, uh, that, that actually, this is a, this is a, a um, I, I, this is a Sunday afternoon. This is a, a snowfall through Sunday afternoon. And you have some that are just, eh, you know, they're just, just a total bust um, for North Carolina. You know, there's, there's just nothing doing there. You have some that are just absolutely, I mean, uh, number 10 is absolutely nuts is off the charts here. Same with number 22. Number 22 is going to give you a good pasting in the mountains. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but all of this uh, to say, it, yeah, it is, it is a little small, and I realized that my circles were filling in. I apologize for that. Um, and it is, it is kind of small because, you know, again, this is we're trying to get 31 maps on one graphic. So <laughs> I apologize for that. But this is one of the tools that we look at. And just the, the idea is, is that this is one of the tools that we look at. It can go from, from nothing, literally nothing, to a little bit of something, to a whole lot of something, and everywhere, everywhere in between. So what we're trying to do for y'all is to demonstrate just how much uncertainty there still is in this event, and, and that it is impossible to know the specifics. Yes. I, I, I think that's the most important takeaway that we can do here. It is impossible to know the, know the specifics right now. But what we can do is we can, you know, suss out the patterns, we can suss out the trends, and we can start to think out, think about, okay, you know, what could this look like? Um, you know, we've had, we have some questions coming in about South Carolina. And South Carolina, uh, I'm going to pull back our old buddy, our old buddy, the Ensemble Low Map, because I just think it does such a great job of illustrating uh, the general idea here. Uh, Y'all going to be sick of this map by the time uh, by the time <laughs> live is over. But um, you notice I've got that high pressure. Um, I got this. Uh, uh, I got this high pressure set up here, and, and and we were talking about the warm nose. And when you get that wedge of high pressure, that's usually a very shallow uh, layer of cold air. What we're going to need is not only that shallow. We're going to need that warm profile. We're going to need that cold profile to be freezing all the way up. You're going to have a better shot of that North Carolina mountains. You're going to have a better shot of that probably in the Piedmont Morganton area. We had a question about that. Probably a decent shot of that. Um, this though, I mean, I mean, I think this is probably the best comment yet. Talk to me after the late model runs Thursday night and Friday morning. Absolutely. We're going to, we're going to be in the range of our mesoscale models at that point. We're going to be, we're going to be able to do a lot more about specifics then. Um, but for now, um, you know, th this this is this is kind of the scenario. This is this is what we can do. The thing I'm concerned about for South Carolina, again, when you have low pressure, you have air moving around that low pressure. And there's your and that, that would be cold air transporting south. And then, well, that's not what I wanted to do at all. So it seems a little too smart on me sometimes. Uh, 
but that's that'd be cold air transporting south, warm air transporting north. Now, and again, that warm air could overrun the wedge of cooler air coming in from the south, and that could set up the potential. We're not saying this is going to happen, but there, you know, but we have to think about the potential in this kind of setup for ice, for freezing rain, for sleet. Um, it could very well be a cold rain too. And, and that is the, probably the most favored scenario right now. It, it, a lot of it depends on where the low sets up. If it sets up further south, the better chance that more of South Carolina is going to have at wintry precipitation. If you're in Greenville, uh, you know, we, we, have a, we have a comment here from Greenville. I think you, you, I think you got a decent shot at it. Um, mm -hmm. I, I, you know, I, I think, I, I think you got, a, I think you got a decent shot at it, um, down there in Greenville and, um, you know, but when we're talking about places like, for example, Aiken, hi, Tanya, how are you? Um, you know, when you're thinking about places like Aiken, when you're thinking about, um, places like Columbia, um, you know, and, and Sumter, I would say that the Midlands are kind of in the danger zone a little. Midland CSRA probably would be a little bit higher right now, again, depending on how this pans out. In this setup, ice is probably something that we've got to have on our minds. So that's just something that that we're going to want to watch for there. Now, uh, thinking about um, Charleston, my neck of the woods here. Um, and um, and again, you know, Charleston is very tough forecasting winter weather i mean i mean midlands upstate north carolina pretty standard right um you know that, that that's pretty simple you get the coast in the mix you get the atlantic in the mix oh i mean all bets are off it's it, it's it's awful uh so what we're looking at here you know potentially for charleston again it, it really is going to depend on the track of the low and it is going to be one of those situations where you know, very well, maybe cold rain. And in fact, right now, I mean, that's the forecast. The National Weather Service forecast for Charleston on Sunday is for cold rain. 46 in rain. It, it, it just awful. It's like it's like just just snow already. Right. And it, 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 that's, the, that's the kind of weather that I think that we're that, that we're looking at um, that we're looking at there uh, for uh, the Charleston area. Um I had some questions about Anderson come in from Joey and uh, Anderson, you know, again, that is probably you, I think you have maybe a decent shot at some, you know, some uh, snowflakes uh, up there, uh, up in the Anderson, Greenville, Clemson, all those areas. I think that, I, I think that your probabilities right now are looking pretty decent. We'll have to see if the low, if it, and, and keep in mind, it's Tuesday. It is Tuesday. This can and likely will change in some form or fashion. Notably, if this low, if, if these low pressures, you know, this kind of cluster of low pressures here, if this begins to, you know, move north, um, if, if this moves north right, a little bit more, then that's going to be much more rain, especially for South Carolina. So... That's why we're saying right now that, you know, it, it certainly feels like, to me at least, that when we're talking probabilities, and that's all we can do at this juncture, very coarse probabilities, North Carolina mountains, I think, decent chance, upstate, decent chance. Um, when we get into, 
when we get into South Carolina, I think it gets a lot harder. And when you get into the Midlands in, in the low country, it gets a lot harder. Um, and, and then when you get into Eastern North Carolina, it, 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 it certainly becomes a, a little bit tougher of an equation. We're going to have P type issues. I mean, I, precip type issues, I think are going to, somebody is going to see some ice from this. Yeah. If that holds, I, I have no doubts, but yeah. we just don't know exactly where just yet. And the models are all, all over the place on that too. You know, Jared, you're, you're talking about it's only Tuesday. Could not agree more. And one of our panelists here on the Carolina Weather Group, Frank Strait, great guy. He put out a tweet earlier. And I'm going to see if I can share it real quick uh, about, let's see, a Chrome tab. There he is. But how far away this current storm system is. It's currently about you know anywhere from 4,000 to 5,000 miles away from the Carolinas. So we have got a lot of ground literally to cover before we know exact we know anything more than being able to tell you that oh snow is possible or, or oh there's a decent chance we would love to give you some numbers uh, an actual <laughs> hard forecast for the snow totals or ice totals uh, but at this point until that system starts to get over land until it gets within a couple thousand miles we yeah. really are just taking our best educated guess at with using all of the model input data and all of our uh, meteorological background and all of our classes and training uh, to give you a, a forecast for the time being. Yeah. And I think that the, the thing you, you hit the nail on the head too, is that, you know, this is out in the Pacific. They don't launch weather balloons in the Pacific ocean, right? It, it is worth <laughs> noting though, that they actually have been doing some drop songs out there because of this atmospheric river. So there is mm -hmm. a little more data coming in than usual, but That's still, good to know. you're absolutely I didn't know that. right. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, that's, that's great. And I, I think that, um, you know, again, you know, we look at that, we're, we're going to, we're going to have a better idea. What happens still is that we're still on the course global models. When we start getting the sampled in, we start getting three days, two days out. We're going to have a much better idea, I believe of exactly how this is going to pan out. So what we're going to urge you to do from us you know, as we're as we're talking about this and kind of and and probably uh, bringing this to a uh, conclusion for this evening, but but I think what we're going to do, what we're going to ask y'all to do is just pay attention to the forecast this week. There's going to be changes. Use trusted forecast sources. There's going to be a lot of people posting snowfall maps from models on the web, and those are loaded with caveats. They assume a certain uh, you know, snowfall ratio. They assume some of them include sleet and freezing rain in that snowfall total. Um, you know, Which so, do not fall at the same ratios, even though they're being assumed. To, exactly. Right? And so, so the, the fact that the GFS is blowing up uh, in certain places leads me to believe that it's probably way overdoing snow and may actually be trying to do ice. So, you know, in, in a couple spots. Again, we, we're not we're not sure what that looks like yet. There's been a lot of run to run variability and we, we've got to see what the trends look like. The trends today have been further south. But as you know, sometimes this can trend. I mean, th th this this can move around. And so um, so we're going to watch that. You know, that's at the end of the day. That's that's what we're going to do. That's what we're, that's what we're here for. Um, you're, you know, Carolina Weather Group and all of our wonderful properties um, across the internets. Um so just stay tuned to official forecasts, you know, your news folks, us, National Weather Service, by far, the, the, if something's going to happen, we'll tell you. I think that's the most important thing. Um, 
model runs, especially deterministic model runs at this point, uh, I'm, I'm just, I would buyer beware. I would, um, I would caution you to not take any snowfall accumulation maps that you see in the next 48 hours to the bank. Uh, I don't think, truthfully, for another 48 hours, we, we shouldn't be seeing anything but probability maps coming up. We're still identifying exactly where it looks more likely. So as we get into Thursday and into Friday, yeah, then we can start talking some numbers. But if you're seeing either raw model output, a GFS 30-inch snow bomb, definitely just go ahead and close the Twitter app and walk <laughs> away. Um, but you're going to, like like Jared said, keep your keep your ear to the, the local news stations and the National Weather Service. And we'll certainly relay all these forecasts as well. And there us. And us. Oh, yeah. Subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like <laughs> button if you're on Facebook. Hit that subscribe button if you're on uh, YouTube. Hit that follow button if you're on Twitter. What we'll have is for you. Um, and, and, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll keep you all apprised of the situation. I'm sure that we're going to have a very busy week uh, yes. here uh, with the rest of the panel. So um, before we close it out, Evan, any final thoughts uh, from your side? No, just... Stay smart. Um, there's no need to rush the the bread and milk aisle quite yet. So uh, enjoy the ride this week. Don't let yourself get your hopes too up. Uh, but also, this forecasts like this don't come around all that often. So it is interesting to look and learn something. It's always good to learn something going into these events. Yep, and I'll also say that you know the pattern has indicated that this could be a possibility. So this is not necessarily coming out of left field or anything like that. The pattern is shifting towards uh, colder in the east and a little bit warmer in the west. So this is the kind of thing we're we're getting into the we're getting into the pattern that we would look for uh, mm -hmm. this time of year uh, uh, for potential winter storms. So and if you know and if this one doesn't peter out, you know it, the pattern is still looks to be pretty persistent through the end of January. You don't know. Um, that's kind of the fun part of this. So uh, we'll keep you posted. Uh, so again, follow us here, Carolina Weather Group at Carolina WX Group on Twitter, um, Carolina Weather Group on Facebook and on YouTube. If you're watching us on any of those things, be sure to hit that like and subscribe and uh, turn on notifications too. You'll know when we go live. Um, you can get, we'll, we'll get, uh, we'll be going live periodically, probably throughout the week. Um, we, we have, we'll be premiering a new episode on Wednesday night as well. So we've got a lot going on this week here on the Carolina Weather Group. We're going to be very busy um, tracking this and uh, looking forward to having you all along for the ride. So for Evan Fisher in Asheville, I'm Jared Smith in Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, you guys have a, a lovely evening and uh, stay tuned. We'll keep you posted.